This is Last Place Manager MC Wild, and you're listening to the Fantasy Monsters Podcast. Welcome in to another week of the Fantasy Monsters with Caleb and James. James, how are we doing? Good. Yeah, so we got another quarantine episode. Uh, still on quarantine till I think Sunday. So then we'll be back to normal next week, hopefully. So that'll be a lot more fun for the both of us. Uh, being back in person, I think. What do you think? Yeah, I like uh, yeah. I like making fun of you more in person than <laughs> over the phone. It's not as much fun, but uh, another good week in the books, though, man. Yeah, yeah, some really good games. Another uh, tough fantasy week, but they all kind of are. Yeah, I'm. I've been having a lot of fun this year. You know, trying different things. Um, you know, our listener leagues have been a lot of fun. More to come on that <laughs> that you yeah. hear later. Yeah, we got uh, something special. We got something special and a, and a lot of fun. Um, you know, thanks for to MC Wild for the intro as well. That was really cool of him to do. Uh, we always appreciate and love our fans and uh, appreciate what they bring to the table in our in our leagues. But just having a lot of fun in our leagues. Um, I'm not doing so hot in both of them though, which is kind of disappointing. Yeah. It's kind of tough. I'm, <laughs> Nick's, I'm like Nick's in the mid. Bad. I'm in the mid pack and like both of them, but yeah, <laughs> it's not great. Yeah, I, I do think as the season goes on, though, I'm not too hot on a lot of the teams that are ahead of us. So yeah, we'll see. Hopefully, th- we once we get back. into bye weeks, is where where the the teams start to separate. So, but James, I know we got some news and some fantasy stuff to d- discuss in this week. So go ahead and let uh let their listeners know what we got going on in the news this week. Yeah, so uh, we'll get uh, some of the players that missed week three. Michael Thomas, who could possibly be back for week four. DJ Chark was a surprise one this Thursday night. Mm-hmm. AJ Brown, who could still be missing more time. Cam Akers missed. Raheem Mostert missed. Jamison Crowder, who could play Thursday night. I saw he got in the limited practice this week, but stay tuned for that. George Kittle and Devontae Adams. That's a lot of big so all, names still. Yeah, all those guys missed week three. And then Chris Carson, he has a knee injury. He he suffered it late in the – I think it was the fourth quarter of the Seattle game. Mm-hmm. If they're not considering it serious, he might might possibly play week four, but I, I think he'll probably end up missing week four and playing week five. Yeah, I'm agreement there. Deontay Johnson left the Pittsburgh game pretty early with a concussion. Yeah, and he is in still still in concussion protocol, so that one sucks. Yeah. Dallas Dallas Goddard left early with an ankle injury and the team put him on IR, so he's gonna miss a few games. Uh surprising well not surprising, but we all kind of saw it coming. Nick Foles took yeah. over the job for the Chicago Bears in the third quarter. Mm-hmm. And I don't really know if it was the Bears or just the Falcons just blowing another bad big lead three in a row, man. Yeah. But yeah, so do you think it's going to be better for the Bears now with Nick Foles? I think so. I've I'm I've never been pro Mitch Trubisky. You know, I mean, they're off to three and zero, so obviously yeah, they're still winning it's, games. It's honestly, like the worst three and zero team I think I I've ever. <laughs> It's so bad. There's like, there's a couple teams that are like undefeated, or the records look really good, and I think their teams are just terrible. Right. I I re- went when I was looking at the record prepping for for next, you know, for all of the uh, the games for next week. It's like they're three and zero. 
Like, yeah, three crazy. Oh. So, but no, I, I, I will give, you know, Allen Robinson's going to have a nice boost. I think, you know, yeah, it Foles was just a, a matter of passer. time. Yeah. And this week he exploded, which, yeah, it was just a matter of time. I think it's going to look, I think it's going to be better, but I, I'm not sure how much better. I think it's going to be an improvement. I think I give Anthony Miller a little bit of a boost up. I think he'll start uh, yeah, having a better, that. a better season because he's been nothing all year. Um, yeah, came he's out, had, had a, a couple game. touchdowns. Week one was okay, but I mean, when Nick Foles came in, it it sparked. He 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 let him back, but I I wouldn't really say he really looked great. But I, I do th- I do see it as an improvement. Yeah, I I do too. I would give the whole offense a little bit of a a little bit of a boost. Now it doesn't mean I want to go and get Nick Foles on my team though. No, I but still don't think Matt Nagy makes it out of the season. If he does, I don't. Because I think right now. In the NFL landscape, I think you have to fire Adam Gase right now, and I think you have to fire Dan Quinn right now. Yeah, Falcons, the, how how they've blown these three leads, they should be three and zero right now. Hundred percent. And it, he's been on the hot seat for couple pretty much three years yeah, straight now. They should have fired him last year. They need to fire him now before you get deeper into the season because zero and three is a deep hole. But yeah. they have they have enough talent on that team to do be better than that. Right. And we all know Adam Gates is just absolutely terrible. I think even their players are starting to be like, we should fire this guy. <laughs> yeah. All, uh, so also for the Bears, Tariq Cohen left early. He tore his ACL. Mm. He's done which, for the year. Yeah, I've never been a big Tariq Cohen fan, but this, I think this is definitely going to see an increase for David Montgomery in the passing game. Yeah. I think it has to. He's the only guy they have back there. Yeah, I mean... I, and he's I, capable. Yeah, he's I, very capable. I definitely see David Montgomery taking just an even larger role. You know, I don't, I don't really see a way that he's not going to almost take every snap. I mean, they weren't, they weren't really s- splitting snaps that much anyway. I didn't no. think because I mean, Tree Cone was getting passing work, but I think David yeah, Montgomery is more just of a nuisance, be, right? Than anything you can use, right? He just took touches away, but. Yeah, I don't really think, and I'm trying to think who's who's the backup there right now. Uh, I mean, Cordell Patterson. I know he's there, but is they he even, use him as that. But yeah. Besides that, so their depth that, chart has Ryan Nail. I don't. No. Awesome. No. <laughs> awesome. So I don't even know. Yeah, I don't even. I'm honestly not even familiar with that. So, I yeah, David Montgomery, <laughs> all day long. Yeah. So uh, Deshaun Jackson also left their game early with a hamstring issue. They're considering him day-to-day. Chris Godwin left early with a hamstring injury, and he looks like he's probably going to miss a couple games. Yeah, I know he was already out for next week. It's just blow after blow. for It's Mike Evans misses, then Chris Godwin misses, comes back, misses more time. But I've got to say, I'm, I'm decently surprised with Tampa. I think they've looked pretty good at I think they're just a well-balanced team. Yeah, I I really like where they're at. And last piece of news, Jared Cook also left their game early for New Orleans, but I have not seen any updates on his injury as an ankle. Yeah, it's a big blow for them, though. He's a good red zone target. Yeah, it'd be nice if Michael Thomas can get back this week, but if yeah. you do have Michael Thomas, I wouldn't. I'd still have backup plans in case 
Yeah, I I will say I liked how Emmanuel Sanders ended up getting a really nice touchdown from Drew Brees. Yeah, he finally did something. Yeah, so that was nice to see. Maybe there there'll be some respect there. Um, but you know, at the same time, you know, I I didn't like what I see from Traquan Smith. I thought he was going to step up. He didn't. Jared Cook didn't. No, okay, yeah. but yeah, Traquan. He's seen targets, but he's just. I don't know. I don't think it's ever going to happen for him. Yeah, and the last thing I was going to say is with Godwin out, do you see Scotty Miller kind of stepping up? Because he's kind of impressed me so far this year. Yeah, he's definitely their slot guy. So if he's the number two there, he could do something. It was kind of, I mean, Gronk saw decent targets this past game. He didn't end up doing much with it. Well, he's ticked off at his coach. Yeah. (laughs) I love Bruce Arians. Hey, the one thing you'll say about Bruce Arians is he's never going to not say what is on, is on his mind. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, more power to you, man. But Yeah, I mean, if, if, if I'm not trusting Gronk or anything. It was nice to see, though, just seeing Gronk on a field. But I think Brady just – he's going to throw to whoever's open. Right. And I think Scotty Miller in the number two role could be very usable. Yeah, I, I definitely agree, especially with Godwin out. Godwin comes back, maybe not as yeah, much, but no. with him out, I think that's going to be a real, real big boost for him. Yep. All right. Well, there you go. That's our monster news for this week. Uh, definitely, you know, keep an eye on some of these injuries. Most of them are already looking like they're going to be out for week four. So just keep an eye. Um, I'm really hoping AJ Brown comes back soon, but it's looking like he might miss. A yeah, lot I've of time heard still. his bone bruise is really bad. And when and he's not, like... yeah, and he's not really reacting well to the treatment that he's been given so yeah that really sucks because he was one of the top wide receivers i had coming into the season i really liked him a lot well yeah he's just one of the most exciting young receivers too to watch on the field so yeah. it just sucks not having him out there well and i drafted him high in a lot of leagues and here i am still waiting yeah to i was actually guy. i was gonna ask you that because i was thinking this past week what are like two or three players that you don't have on any of your rosters this year that you really wish you did Either that, like, you just didn't think they were going to do good, and they are, or just by dumb luck, you didn't get them. Well, I mean, that's that's always tough. I mean, you can always say, like, you know, taking, like, a Lamar Jackson, always disappointed he's never on my rosters. Um, but I don't take top, you know, high-end quarterbacks. But, uh, oh, man. I yeah, mean, my number one for me, and it's, like, I talked him up so much, and I love him, and it just it just didn't happen. I think I just... I just waited too long and was trying to get lucky and see if he would come back to me, but it's Tyler Lockett. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't have him on any of my teams this year. And I, I, yeah, I don't, me. I don't have him either. I think one, uh, I'm trying to think, man, you put me on the spot. I'm never good with being on the spot like that. Cause yeah, my other, you've one's about Deontay John- my other one's Deontay Johnson. See, I've got Deontay Johnson. On any team. So I've got him in a couple leagues and I, and I like that. I mean, I took a lot of the a lot of my guys. You know, I didn't. Th- I, one thing that's kind of disappointing, and I made a trade away from him earlier, and it's really kind of backfired for me. Not that the trade was equal by any means, but the dude weared me down, so it's fine. But David Montgomery, I don't have in a lot of in a lot of. Actually, I only had him in one league, and with the opportunity he has now, he could be extremely relevant moving forward. Yeah, so, usually the injury dips 
I don't buy, but I bought his. Yeah, that's gonna like that two week period before the start of the season, and he dropped like a round or two, and that seems like it's gonna pay off. Yeah, because he was going a little bit later than he should have, and then I th- I think he's gonna be very relevant moving forward. And I'm trying to think of maybe some other, you know, Juju would have been kind of nice. Um, he's having a pretty decent season so far, but I have him in no leagues, nor did I. Have, yeah, I, I, I traded him. for him in one league, so I have him in one league. I Yeah, I thought he was going to be a massive bust. I thought Deontay Johnson was going to take over the whole team. <laughs> Just yeah. hasn't happened yeah, they yet. Both, they've both been really good. <laughs> They're both very relevant right now. Yeah, I think Juju's a top 10 receiver. Yeah, so I, I, could, I would say those two guys right now. Cool. Yeah. So now we got something yeah, we got some very, fun. very special. <laughs> we got a very funny. <laughs> we had some fun. We're at first off, you know, we really want to say thanks to the, you know, all of our listeners for, for listening each week, but especially to our listeners that are in our listener league, we're having an absolute blast and yep. listener league East needs to step their stuff up because listener league West is just going, they're going like all in man. And mm-hmm. so we want to just, uh, kind of share with you what happened <laughs> for this weekend um we had a really fun bet that took place and you know what instead of us explaining it james how about we just let them listen to it right yeah 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 that'll be the best thing for all right here we go guys hello hello to my boys caleb and james this is mc wild in the house longtime listener first time caller Representing the esteemed Listener League West. That's right, where only the brightest of fantasy monster minds battle it out every week. Although given the quality of management in this league, I find myself wishing I was in the Listener League East. Yeah, however, if I keep losing, they might demote me down to the East League at the end of the season anyways, so problem solved. Yeah, right? So... Anyways, uh, as you know, I'm here on the show today because I lost a bet. Not only am I now $200 poorer, but due to the stipulations of our wager, I am also required to publicly read an apology on the podcast written by my opponent. So, here it goes. Greetings, fellow Fantasy Monster listeners. I, MC Wild, made a grave error in judgment by making a foolish and impulsive wager with Warren Sapp. I severely overestimated my team, comprised of Matt Ryan and Todd Gurley from the Falcons, who are known for choking. Much like the greatest movie of all time, Master of Disguise, I was slapped over and over while hearing, who's your daddy, who's your daddy? To Warren Sapp, enjoy your steak dinner with my $200. My plasma donation card finally came in the mail, so the lights should stay on at the house for at least today. Maybe not next week or next month. To end, let me just quote the late, great Colonel Sanders, who said, I'm too drunk to taste this chicken. All right, man. So yeah, that was hilarious. And we yeah. want to say thanks to MC Wild for just letting us have a taste of what that would be like moving forward if we have any more crazy bets, right? Yeah, the added the added sound effects are something I didn't know I needed. Yeah, but they were just awesome. But yeah, if you take them away, I'm going to be very disappointed. You know, yeah. but the the added sound effects were very very good. <laughs> Had a lot of laughs listening to this, and even the quote at the end, well played. I don't know if that was something that 
you know, Warren Sapp wrote in himself. I don't think, is that even a real quote? It doesn't ring a bell for me. Okay. Cause I mean, I always know the whole fing- finger licking good stuff, but I've not heard this one, but if it is, I mean, that's great. <laughs> so, so knowing what that are uh, going with that apology, we're going to jump into our rankings for our listener leagues. Yep. All right. Which league we want to go with first? Uh, we'll start with East. Sounds good. So the East League, not as much movement as last week. The um, so first place have T. T. Cressman. He moved yep. up a couple spots. He's three and zero. Second place, S. M. Kramer, two and one. He's kind of stayed there. The Big Hurt, three and zero, number three, moved down two spots. Super Steve, two and one. And then we got Caleb's team in fifth place, my team in sixth place, JT in seventh place, eighth place, Sparklight, one and two. And then number nine, Drop Dead Dad, one and two. And last place, He's again, 0-3. don't push this button, 0 and 3. The only 0 and 3 team in this league. I think he's the only 0 and 3. No. No, do we have? Yeah, MC Wild. Okay. There we go. I guess so. Uh, the East League's point total so far, they've scored 3,754 points. Sheesh. You want to get to the West League? Yeah, let's go with the West League. So, West still, there's not a, not a ton of movement in the top. Yeah, this one, <laughs> this one definitely really stayed the same. Very similar. And, and as MC Wild did say, our West League, you know, the you know, the the teams are pretty well balanced. <laughs> yeah. So, so D. Frederick, he's still in the top spot at three and zero. He's rocking it. Uh, he crushed me this week. Uh, I always say this wrong, but G. Jesus, yeah, whatever. Uh, two and one stayed at second. J. T. stayed at third. James, you had a tie. That's that's yeah. Hilarious. It was oh, that's brutal. I, Wait, you guys seriously had a tie with points? Yeah, and yeah, decimal place. Everything. Wow. The, um, I was up by like four points, and he had Marquise Brown playing last night, uh-huh. and he could and he couldn't beat me. Like, come on, dude. Like, I like I'd rather lose than have a tie. I really would. Yeah. Well, Marquise Brown has not been good this year. Uh, in my opinion, he's had his moments. Last night was yeah, it was. He terrible looked last terrible night. last night. He had like three or four drops. Anyways. He would have beat you if he would have caught one more. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. All he needed was point oh one more points. Um, so James, there we go at four. Row X two is at five. Warren Sapp, we moved up. He's three and zero. Oh. He's at six. Uh, yeah, I, I really he's three and zero, oh, but I really don't like his team. <laughs> well, I don't know how he's three and zero. Oh. Uh, I don't think any of us do. But you know he's the cause of the apology, so maybe we need to start giving him more respect <laughs> if he comes four and zero and whatnot. Um, but yeah, I agree with you. I'm not a huge fan of his team either. But he's he's pulling out games. Uh, my team's in seven. I think both of my teams are both at one and two, so that's disappointing. Hoosier Bay is at eight. Tyler's at nine. MC Wild, poor 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 fan, yep. just down there at the bottom, dropped from nine to ten. He might be down there for a little bit. But yeah, you know what? He's loving life. Yeah, he's having, he's he's having good, fun. He's a good sport. Yeah, he's a good dude. So, 
having fun, and that's all that matters. So there's our rankings. Let us know if you agree or you disagree. Um, you can obviously post it on any of our pages, and we'll let you know how I feel. And Oh, yeah. We'll uh, West League's point totals. Oh, yeah. It's 4,030 points. So they've scored like a good almost 300 points more than the East League. So East League, step it up. Yeah, if you break that down, that's like 10 points per team per week more. That just shows you the competitive nature in the West League compared to the East League. It's almost going to be like a minor league system. Get, <laughs> like I like what MC said. He might get demoted into the East League. Yeah. Yeah, you have to win the East League to get put in the West League and <laughs> play with champions. <laughs> so now we're going to run into our Monster Guys of the Week. Once again, some players had some amazing weeks. I th- let's just go ahead and jump in with quarterbacks. Right off the board, I, I love Patrick Mahomes, obviously. Big Chiefs fan. Well, because I have to be because I'm in St. Louis. Uh, but he had an amazing week. And let's be real, I thought Baltimore was going to negate a lot of his game, and it just didn't. Baltimore's defense no. is excellent. Yeah, and they the, did not. Baltimore just did not play well. On they did not look good. Side of the field last night. 100%. So Patrick Mahomes came in, just had a huge game, no look back. He's actually why I lost some of my money in my DFS matchup. So thanks to that, maybe he'll pay me back sometime with his Yeah, his contract I actually got nervous last night. I was playing someone, and they had Patrick Mahomes. I was up like 60 points on him. Mm-hmm. And by like halftime of that game last night, Patrick Mahomes already had like over 30 points. Yeah. So I was, I was getting a little nervous. I still ended up winning, but I mean, he just put uh, up by all a lot, the points last night. A lot yeah. less of a margin. <laughs> yeah. So, no, it was it was a lot of fun to watch. It was a great game. All right, James, who else we got? Josh Allen. Boom. He was getting manhandled by Aaron Donald all over the field, but he puts up the points, man. Yeah, I mean, he ended up bringing his team back. I I think that pass interference call was a little bit of a joke, but whatever. Yeah, I can't believe that that game was very strange. They Rams were down, I think twenty eight to three, then yep. stormed all the way back. But Josh Allen was able to bring them back for one last drive and win. Yeah, but I mean, watching Aaron Donald, I mean, grabbing, I mean, Josh Allen's a big dude, yeah. and Aaron Donald was just like swinging him around with one arm, like a rag doll. F- yeah, picking up the fumble <laughs> himself, like. <laughs> I mean, that's Aaron Donald, though, and Josh Allen needs to recognize that he's just a monster. But yeah. we don't give points to defenders. Josh, Josh Allen was also, I mean, throwing defenders off him. So, I mean, he's yeah, he'll do whatever he needs to do. Did you see that stiff arm face mask? It's yeah. fir- the first time I ever saw a face mask by a quarterback. But, yeah, and he just <laughs> drug him down to the ground. <laughs> it was great. It was a lot of fun to watch. But I'm gonna get I, we, the reason we gave Josh Allen the opportunity to be a monster guy this week is one he put up the points had a comeback win he's not spo- he's not really known to be a comeback kind of player and honestly because of the fact that he was getting manhandled and to come back and actually win that game I'm giving him a lot of props for that. Yep. So running backs, uh, surprise surprise a little bit Rex Burkhead came out of nowhere. Yeah, I mean he put up a great week. I'm not putting him into my lineup I, for week four anything I, yeah, like that 100% i really agree. wouldn't even want to pick him up but i mean he put in work he put in a i mean did you see this i, I think he had 10 or 11 targets on for seven catches and yeah yeah it i was, mean it was an amazing game to watch for him and and but this is the the struggle that i'm starting to have with that backfield because yeah who's gonna I'm be hope, the guy 
I'm hoping maybe when Damian Harris comes back, he could do something, but um, I think it's going to be, I think it's less and less likely, but I mean, this is just like what new England always is. And I don't yep. want any part of it really. Cause I mean, Sony Michelle also had a good week and each week you're never going to know. And then there's also the possibility Cam Newton running and getting himself. all the rushing touchdowns. Yeah. Right. But yeah, no Rex Burkhead, I think he had three touchdowns as well. So just a huge week for him. Monster guy. And he's, a, he's a good back. I just, he, oh yeah, he's, he's never very, been starting. Yeah. He's never been a starter. I mean, he's, yeah, he's not great at anything, but he's just very good. He's consistent. Uh, and then who else we got? James Robinson. I think you're starting to and really just, come high on him. Yeah, I, I do. I, I just think he's a really good running back, and I think from now on you have to consider him a back end RB one, high end RB two every week. Yeah, he's just he's getting, getting it, it done. He's getting and it he's work. getting it in the passing game mm-hmm. as well. I mean, he's. He just looks good out there. Well, and I think each week as he continues to progress, I think the team's getting more and more comfortable with letting him have the ball more. There's yeah, something I to mean, realize that he, you know, especially with Chark Hurt, who's going to step up? And James Robinson stepped up. Yeah. And it's the NFL, you can find talent really late. But the problem is it's not getting the talent. It's just these guys usually never get the opportunity. And he's gotten the opportunity, and he's hit it out of the park. I, I, yeah, I'm ve- I've been very impressed with him. Yeah, I'm not going to say everybody that's a late round or you know an undrafted guy that that could come in and be really good, but there are times that you can find it. I mean, Adam Thielen, an undrafted yeah. wide receiver, he's now he's a top, you know, fifteen wide out every year. James Robinson's coming in and he's making the most of his opportunity, and he's probably been the only bright spot in that offense. So yeah, it's yeah. been fun to watch. So moving forward uh, to wide receivers. I'm really excited because I drafted this guy in a few leagues, you know, just to mm-hmm. hold on to. But Justin Jefferson finally had a nice breakout game. Yeah, it was. I mean, you take away a 70-yard touchdown reception, and he still had a 100-yard game. I mean, he's – this. and what was interesting is this was the first game where he wasn't really mainly playing in the slot. He did most of this damage from the outside, which is – Kind of strange because he's yeah. he's known so well as a slot receiver. But if he can start doing, if he can play everywhere and at a high level like he did Sunday, mm-hmm. I yeah I think he was like the best the best waiver wire receiver this past week just because there is a vacancy in that passing game. Yeah, and if he and he's a slot, he's a guy that can make huge plays like he did. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, is I was really hoping that he was going to play the outside already, and he wasn't. They were putting him in the slot way more than I wanted him to be in there. Not that because he's bad in the slot, just because I always felt that he has the talent to be an outside receiver. He got the opportunity, and that's what I thought he could be. Now, I'm going to jump on him in any league that I can. I drafted him in a few. If If I don't have him, he's not picked up. I put in a waiver for him. The only thing that makes me nervous sometimes is Stephon Diggs also was like this. So do you yeah. view Justin Jefferson as going to be more consistent, or is he going to have more of those Stephon Diggs games where he can put up 30 points, but then most weeks he might only put up 10? How do you uh, feel there? I mean, it's tough because... I mean, it depends how much... Because I still think it'll be a pretty even split between him playing outside and inside so hopefully that can provide more consistency 
but I was kind of shocked that he this early in his career is putting up weeks like he did this week. So that that part is, but I don't I don't see him taking over Thielen. I don't this either. Year. But I mean, the targets were nice to see. Yeah, I I do think there's a chance he's definitely more consistent than Stephon Diggs. But I I am still kind of curious to see and question if right. he'll have that supreme high end. Right. Yeah, it's just going to be it's go, you know going to have to take a few more games and see where he falls because I mean the first two games he wasn't at this, but no. you know, still gonna yeah, jump but on we the both talent. loved him oh, coming yeah. in this year I, I made effort and went after him in dynasty and got him yeah you punk i like him <laughs> i do too and you so the other him. monster wide receiver is your boy is boy tyler lockett i mean absolutely killed it this week three touchdowns mm. he was all over the field 13 targets he's he's just seattle's number one receiver yep russell wilson's favorite target and in this offense right now, it's I mean clicking. Do you? What, yeah. Do you see it stopping anytime soon? I, I don't. don't. I don't. So I've got Russell Wilson in dynasty, and I'm loving what I'm seeing right now. Yeah. Because I, I, mean, I mean, Russell Wilson does usually does this for a stretch every year, but I don't know why this. It does feel a little different right now. It does feel like this could be sustainable. Yeah. I mean, he's insanely accurate. He's getting the downfield balls. I think what's making it different is it's not just having to be Tyler Lockett. I think yeah. DK stepped up a little bit more. He's still not going to be better than Tyler Lockett. In fact, but he screwed DK, up another cut. He's co- been very good. Yeah, and he screwed up a the, touchdown. The nice, yeah, that was <laughs> so dumb. That was funny. But the nice thing about this offense too is, I mean, they're not like up there with. The, like the tops of the league and pass attempts, mm-hmm. but when they throw the ball, you know exactly who they're throwing it to. Yeah. It's either Tyler Lockett or DK Metcalf. So you can all, that always is nice. You know, no matter what, they're going to get their targets. Yeah. Well, and even uh, was it? Oh, I always forget their third. David Moore. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you know, he's even getting some nice little receptions in there as well. And Carson's, you know, getting his his reps in. You know, I, I think the offense has looked good, and I the think offense, that, yeah, yeah I think great. it's gonna, I think it's going to be sustainable. I'm hoping it's going to be sustainable. I tried yeah. getting a, a a Wilson Lockett DFS going, and I didn't get it in in time. That really disappointed. Yeah, that, yeah, I had one of those. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it worked. <laughs> yeah, that would have been good. Uh, moving to tight ends, Tyler Croft. Jeez, uh, this, Louise. Yeah, just <laughs> as a note, yeah, this week tight ends, it was gross. <laughs> I mean, the, if you look at the top ten tight ends from this past week, it's a lot of who. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like he plays on what team? <laughs> I mean, he had an amazing week. More power to him. You know, I, I think it was maybe just a product of game the game. <laughs> yeah, because they shut Stefan Diggs down this game. It was if Stefan Diggs didn't have that touchdown. I mean, most for pretty much the entire game, he had two receptions for like twenty yards or something. So Josh Allen just had to go somewhere else with the ball. Well, and I think he even got the game-winning touchdown too. So that was really interesting. I think that was his second on the on the day. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, Tyler Croft. I'm not buying into him being a, no. a week-to-week guy right now, though. So nope. don't go out and maybe pay up for him. But uh, he might be someone to watch moving forward, especially if if Stephon Diggs can't replicate week-to-week. That you know, again, he had this issue in Minnesota. And it's yeah. starting to kind of show here in Buffalo. 
But if you the can't Rams replicate are it, one of the best def- like teams defending the deep ball. So I do yeah. think a lot of well, it they got was Jalen Ramsey. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, also another like tight end for our monster guy, Jimmy Graham. Yeah, I mean, he came down <laughs> with two touchdowns. Uh, I think if you have to in a certain week, you can start him because for some reason he's just still getting a lot of targets in the NFL. So he'll eventually come down with a tight end every once in a while, a touchdown every once in a while. But I mean, I I don't think I would ever feel comfortable with Jimmy Graham in my lineup. No, I I wouldn't either. I mean, maybe in a pinch, if like my tight end goes down, I have to start streaming. Yeah. (laughs) You know, if if I'm streaming tight ends, it might not be bad if I know I don't have to have them in week to week. Um, But you're really hoping that he gets, you know, a touchdown because otherwise it's just disappointment, you know? So, uh, and I think last that we got on here is our monster team of the week. And it's not, it's a, it's an amazing team. So let's be, let's be honest, you know, Super Bowl champs, but I gave it to the chiefs and here's why I decided to give it to the chiefs. And you can, you can tell me James, if you disagree. All right. But I gave it to the chiefs because I thought that there was a chance Baltimore was going to just, their defense was just going to manhandle that offensive line, you know, the wide receivers there. And I really did not see Patrick Mahomes coming out and having the game he had. I did think the chiefs were going to win, but I thought it was going to be a very low scoring game and won by a field goal. That is not what happened. (laughs) They came out and killed them. It didn't even look like Baltimore came to play. So yeah, yeah, Baltimore looked terrible, but the chiefs, this, I mean, this is, this solidifies this what them they do. Yeah. as the I number mean, one team just... to me. Yeah. And we'll see you again next week. You, you're the, I think they're going up against New England, so that'll be a good game. We'll talk about that later. But yep. I this solidified them as as the top team for me. Even after the close almost loss last week. Or no, they did lose last week. Right? No, they didn't lose. They, bar- they, they barely, barely won. won then? Yeah, against okay. the Chargers. Yeah, I'm like they almost lost or they did lose. So I think, but I also think Baltimore. This is I. I, I think they're going to get right back to it. I don't think yeah. they're anything to worry about them. I just think they played a team and they had an off day. Yeah, we won't talk about too much more of the Monday night game since we're talking about it now. But I, the one thing that I kind of start seeing sometimes with Lamar Jackson and that team in general is when they're in kind of like a highly watched game, Monday night football, Thursday night football games, you know, it, when they're at prime time, they seem to not play as consistently or not as well. I don't know if it's just it gets in Lamar's head. You know, I mean, he has that playoff struggle going on right now, but I just don't I don't see them ever playing well in primetime games. Uh. I think it's usually more matchup because I remember last year them playing the Rams and just destroyed them, put up like 50 points on a Sunday or Monday night game. But I mean, he has had a lot of tough matchups in places because the honest, I mean, the truth of the Baltimore Ravens is their offensive talent really isn't up there with like the Chiefs or anything. What makes them right. go is Lamar. So if Lamar has a bad day, that entire offense has a bad day. Yeah, it's a fair. That is a fair point. I mean, Marquise Brown is very talented, but I mean, name another wide receiver besides him producing on that team. 
and Mark Andrews is their number one well pass catcher. And I don't even put Marquise Brown up there. Well, yeah, I, I, I'd say he's a target, but I mean, I think Marquise Brown is very talented. He's yeah, it's just their offense. It really doesn't, and that's why I kind of bring it up most weeks when we're talking about the Ravens. It's weird for such a like high-powered offense like the Chiefs. You have Patrick Mahomes, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, Tyree Kill, Travis Kelsey. You could throw in maybe a Miko Hardman or Sammy Watkins if you're feeling lucky. Right. The Ravens right now, it's Mark, Mark Andrews, Lamar Jackson, Marquise Brown in the right matchup. And if you want to take, if you feel lucky with one of the running backs, right. that's it. Like it's not. Yeah, you're it's not, not gonna like play Willie Sneed. offenses, no. right? Yeah, that's true. That's a that is a very very solid point. I think it's something that they need to look at then in the future because their defense is stacked. Yeah. So, all right. Well, you want to run into uh, the recap of Week Three and go into our Week Four preview? Yeah, yeah. Let's start with uh, Thursday night game, the Ryan Fitzpatrick Gardner Minshew showdown. And someone didn't show up. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Yeah. Yeah. Fitz, guys, uh, in the right matchup, like the end of last year, he is very playable. The dude just chucks the ball. And, I mean, I, I'm just going to start calling him your boy because you seem to bring him up more often than I do. Miles Gaskin <laughs> got a ton of ball. He's getting a ton of volume. Yeah. I think I mean I think he's worthy to be on people's teams. I just don't think I'll ever. He's on a few of my on one of my teams. Yeah, just because I mean he's just. I just don't think he's very good. He's getting a ton of volume, but he's just not really doing anything with it. The thing is, is I, and I agree. Not, and the funny thing is, like I think our worst call so far this season between both of us has been Jordan Howard. Oh my gosh! Yeah. I mean it's. All he's getting is goal line opportunities. He has three touchdowns on the year, but I think he has like 12 carries for like 10 yards. Like it's not, he's been really bad. And and no passing it, work, obviously. So, yeah. And so, if, I mean, Gaskin's not getting any of the goal line. He's getting, in the PPR league, I mean, five targets, five receptions isn't bad. That'll help you out. But I'm actually kind of surprised. Fitz was able to do what he did. I mean, he only threw for 160 yards, but had a pretty good week. Ended up, I mean, he had 38 rushing yards. I think Gusecki was kind of disappointing. Came down with the touchdown. Yeah, I think Parker was looking good. Yeah, he didn't have a great game, but I don't know who's Miami playing. Uh, Oh, they're playing Seattle. Yeah, that's gonna be a fun one. Yeah, I think I think I definitely think Fitzpatrick's startable in a streaming situation we'll get to him in dfs yeah but I mean, who else who else are you starting for miami probably gasecki and and parker might be it yeah but, that's what i'm thinking but i mean you're also going up against seattle and it it kind of depends you know jamal adams is is he yeah but play Seattle's, i mean they have like the worst pass defense right now in the league I mean, it's not everyone good has been lighting them up yeah it's not good i think it could be a very high scoring matchup you know, and if if you need to if you need to play him in a pinch, I think if you have him, Miles Gaskins might not be bad. You know, I, look I think at, if you're in a I think if you're in a full PPR league, I think he'll do enough to where you don't regret it. But I don't think you're, he's ever like you're ever gonna feel like 
<laughs> like you're, you're never going to feel like you outsmarted somebody by playing Miles Gaskin. Yeah, I definitely agree. I mean, the thing for me is, you know, he outscored, you know, my flex position in, in my league where I have him. And then I think he even outscored one of my running backs. So, I mean, I think it was only 15 points, but 15 points is still 15 points. So, you know, because I, I think Josh Jacobs was on my bench. He only got 10, you know, but he played New England. And then, yeah. you know, Deontay Johnson's who I played in flex, and then he got concussion. So, yeah, that, that one was tough. I mean, he still would have outperformed two of those guys. Wait, so, did I miss Ryan Fitzpatrick catching a pass? I don't remember him catching a pass. Yeah, I don't either. Oh, no. It's in the God. box score. When did that happen? I don't know. That's hilarious. Yeah, well, that's disappointing that I didn't see that. I'm going to have to go back and that's watch awesome. it, though. Fitzpatrick's but, awesome. <laughs> I know he ran for a couple touchdowns, which was ridiculous, I think. Uh, but yeah, and then Seattle or no, who was Seattle's who we were talking about with them, uh, Jackson, Miami, Jacksonville, yeah, yeah, playing Cincinnati. So, you know, Cincinnati's kind of, their offense is kind of starting to click a little bit. Their defense to me is still not fantastic, but if Jacksonville plays anything like they just did, I don't know who I'm starting in that. I mean, James Robinson might be about it. Yeah. James Robinson's a lock. I think if DJ Tark can get out there. Because he was very close to playing, I'm willing to play him. But besides that, I mean, if you have to, Gardner's never like a terrible stream. Just because, I mean, before this, he had three passing touchdowns in weeks one and weeks two. Yeah, he can get. So there. you kind of, yeah, you kind of know he is kind of. That's why I like the matchup Fitz and Minshew because I feel like they're very. I feel like Minshew could definitely have a Fitzpatrick type of career ahead of him. Yeah, well, I mean, it's basically their similarity anyway. One yeah, has but a mustache Keelan and... Cole fell back to earth. I'm not. We kind. I mean, we both called that. Yeah. So yeah, I think it's just James Robinson, and for me, DJ Chark. Would you start DJ Chark? If DJ Chark is healthy, yeah, definitely, because I think that offense really got stunted without him. Yeah. So who do you want to go to next? I'm just gonna go straight up and go to uh, the Chicago-Atlanta game, which we don't have to spend a ton of time on because we did talk about it a little bit. But Chicago, uh, once again, ended up... or Well, I shouldn't say once again. Somehow they pulled it out and won their third game in a row. But I don't yeah, think it was because... Yeah, 20 points in the fourth quarter. Yeah, I don't think it was them. I definitely no. think it, once again, was Atlanta blowing it just like they have in every other seems game recently. So, I mean, Matt Ryan looked terrible, absolutely terrible. I don't know if it was because Julio Jones just wasn't on the field, but, you know, he just he didn't look comfortable at all. And in no. Chicago's defense, don't get me wrong, they still have some really good front four pieces. Um, you know, Roquan Smith, you know, out there in a linebacker, but like their safety are their safeties. Their secondary is not the greatest. And just kind of felt that they got way more pressure on Matt Ryan in, in that fourth quarter than I would have thought, basically. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, Calvin Ridley had 13 targets, but only caught four of them. It was very efficient. I mean, he ended up with 110 yards, but one of those catches was for 63 yards, so they kind of held right. him in check most of the game. I know Russell Gage left early in this game, so that one kind of sucks. I thought he was a good start with yeah. Julio being out. But, I mean, Gurley got into the end zone, so... That kind of saved your day. I think if Gurley doesn't get in the end zone, you're going to be disappointed every week. Yep. 
Yeah, I don't. I mean, you know who you're starting for Atlanta pretty much every week. Matt Ryan's usually a, like a decent start, and then Calvin Ridley, Julio gets back out there, he's in your lineup. And then if you're very desperate, Todd Gurley, they're playing Green Bay, Green Bay Monday, Monday. night. Yeah. But that, that that could be a fun game. But yeah, those are the guys who you're starting. Yeah, I think it's going to be interesting because the Packers have played pretty well so far. You know, yeah, I've been decently impressed with Green Bay this year. Yeah, their defense isn't as terrible as I thought it was going to be. You know, and so to me, if if Julio isn't back, I'm a little nervous with Calvin Ridley because I'm sure Jair Alexander is going to be covering him, and he's played very well this year. Yeah. So yeah, if Julio can't get out there, Russell if and Russell Gage is out there, he's a good start. Yeah. But yeah, I think this team really thrives on having two excellent wide receivers right. on the opposite sides of each other. And once again, Hayden Hurst didn't do anything. No, yeah. Yeah. He is <laughs> now Chicago, I'm very happy to see Allen Robinson had a really good game again. Yeah, he had a monster game. Yeah. Just I and I really do think that he's gonna step it up with Nick Foles. And then of course Anthony Miller got in the end zone, which was really good to see. So Yeah, but and it's really I mean, I think David Montgomery, he he I, he had a really disappointing game this week. Mm-hmm. He wasn't efficient on the ground and didn't get any really passing work, two receptions, nine yards. But I do see David Montgomery's future very bright. Yeah, I do too. Especially, I mean, with Tariq out. So, and then and, yeah, I'm, and I'm not playing Nick Foles anytime soon. He ended no. up with three touchdowns in this game, but like yeah. I said, I wasn't very impressed with him. His completion percentage wasn't very good. So he's going to have to prove a lot more. I mean, if you're in a deep dynasty league, maybe you take a shot on him on your bench but and hold on and see what just happens. But outside of that, if you're in redraft, I, I have no desire to no desire to jump on him right now. Yeah, they're playing Indy. the Colts. Yeah. And good matchup. Indy's a, yeah, Indy's a two-and-a-half-point favorite. I think I'd take the Bears. Yeah, I'd take win. the Bears over that game for sure. Yeah. I've not yeah, really and, liked Indy's game this year. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, I don't. Do you hear that, JT? Wild. <laughs> the um, yeah, I think your David Montgomery is a good play, and Allen Robinson's a good play. But besides that, no one really interests me. Nope, same. I guess if you had to, Jimmy Graham, but be prepared for like in week two, one target, one catch. <laughs> yeah, because it's that could happen at any second. All right, where do you want to go now? Hit the Green Bay Saints game, which honestly, this game was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. I yeah. thought Devontae Adams and Michael Thomas being out was really going to stunt both offenses. Yeah. But both quarterbacks had a good game, had almost like they each threw for 280 yards and three touchdowns, both very efficient. But I think the storyline is Alvin Kamara is just awesome. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Back-to-back weeks, man, of, what, 40 points? Or close to? <laughs> so. Yeah, I mean, he's I, he he's he's not the best running back I've ever seen by any stretch, but I think he's the one running back that I can't really explain how he does what he does. Yeah. He's just, like, the slipperiest running back I've ever seen. I don't know how, like, his one touchdown run, I, I cannot... I don't understand how he can just bounce off people yeah. and keep going how he does. It's an, it is mind-boggling. 
Yeah, I mean, the thing that you, you know, I think even, you know, when I was watching the game, the announcers were even kind of talking about it. But, you know, they say that he's right now that they believe that he's the best running back in the league. And as far as talent-wise, I definitely do kind of disagree. I think there's some more talented running backs for sure. I, I mean, the, he's so rusher, much more efficient. I don't think though. he is by a chance. Yeah, I think his efficiency is insane. Yeah, and as just like an all-around running back, if you include his passing game, I think he's definitely in the top three. Oh, for sure. You know, I mean, I mean obviously, in, in this game alone, he had 139 passing yards, two receiving touchdowns, on 14 targets. I mean, he is. He's like he is one of those rare just running backs that can do everything extremely well. Yeah, I I think you know the argument for me is I would still take take Christian McCaffrey over him. Yeah, but I do start I'm starting to kind of see almost an argument, you know, because Alvin Kamara is just he's doing it on a different level this year. Well, I mean, yeah, it's in this game when he was the number one running back on the week, he had six rushing attempts. So tough. And he was the number one running back on the week. That's, I mean, it was incredible efficiency, 58 yards on six attempts, but you wouldn't think the number one running back on the week would only have six attempts. No, it's just all the passing work he gets. And obviously, so let's see, who's New Orleans playing next week? Detroit. So That should be a fun one. Yeah, I mean, you're starting everybody that you would normally start. I think, you know, Alvin Kamara is a definite... Oh, yeah. And uh, I think Drew Brees is a decent start, especially if Michael Thomas can get out there. And if Michael Thomas can't, you know, the thing is, is I might, if needed, and if you have him, I might take a flyer on Emmanuel Sanders this week. Just because I think that sometimes a quarterback and a wide receiver need to have a moment. And they had a moment in that game where he threw an amazing high pass to Emmanuel Sanders for that touchdown. It was beautiful. He went up and got it, and there started. I'm hoping that there's just a trust level now. Emmanuel Sanders is not a bad wide receiver. You saw no. what he did last year in San Francisco. I think he can still be efficient in New Orleans. I think just Drew Brees doesn't trust him yet. I'm hoping that trust comes. I would take a flyer against Detroit with him. Okay. So on the other side of this game, Green Bay, Aaron Jones didn't have quite the game. Lamar did. Aaron Jones had a good game, but Al Mazard stepped up in a big way. Yeah, man. Eight eight targets, six receptions, 146 yards, and a touchdown. He clearly cemented himself as the number, number two. two in this offense. Yeah, I mean, I I really don't think there's anybody else now. I mean, Al Mazard no. definitely took it over. He had a great game. And I love. Yeah, he was on consideration for one of the monster guys of the week. Yeah. And it's not because it's not because, you know, we thought because I think we put we had Tyler Lockett is who we had over him, I think. Yeah. And it's not because we didn't think that he had a bad like a worse game. I mean, Alan Lazard, the reason he was in consideration is because we kind of thought that that whole entire wide receiver court was going to be dead. (laughs) We we didn't think there was going to be any life to it. And he came out and definitely. I mean, dude, his blocking was insane. He had some great blocks, and he had some really good rushes, and a couple of those deep passes where I was just like, dude, this is what this offense has kind of been missing outside of Devontae Adams. You know what? I think it's interesting because the complaint is is they never draft a high-profile wide receiver for Aaron Rodgers. Dude, if you can find players like Alan Lazard to come on your team, you don't need them. Yeah, but the other problem is it's taken – 
it's like taking a while. years <laughs> to get a number two wide receiver in there. So, yeah, yeah but I think they found um, him. I think Alan Lazard's going to yeah, be Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. And I, so they're playing Atlanta next week. And would you, uh, Aaron Rodgers obviously uh, is good to go, I think. Yeah, I think you can play Rodgers, Aaron Jones, obviously. And Alan Lazard, I yeah, I think you have to throw him in your lineup right now. Especially if Adams, if if he misses another week. Yeah, but even if Adams does play, I'm willing to play Lazard. That's good to know. Yeah, I I think there's starting to be Falcons, trust there. Yeah, because that Falcons <laughs> team is just one of the worst pass defenses. And Alan Lazard on the season, he's been good. He's, yeah, he's the number get, seven overall receiver right now in fantasy for the year. Yeah, and on top of that, I mean, he's just getting targets, and that's what we yep. want to see, so... All right, next game we've got is the Rams and Buffalo. We talked a lot about it earlier, so we don't have to go into a huge deep dive. Uh, the Rams kind of blew it a little bit with that PEI call. I wasn't kind of against it. I thought Aaron Donald had a, obviously a huge game, but we don't really care about defenses. The Rams offense, I think, was kind of more Cooper Cup this week. Yeah, but it was nice to see. I mean, Woods also had a good game. Cup had a good game. The running game was working. So it was nice to see well, Woods, both facets of the Rams' offense work together. Uh, yeah, I thought Woods only had a, like two or three uh, receptions, though. Because he, yeah, he, he had a rushing he had, touchdown. Five, no, yeah. he didn't. He had five receptions, 74 yards, and receiving touchdown. Yeah. Oops. Yeah, last week he had a rushing touchdown. He also had three rushes in this game for 30 yards. But Cup did have the better game than Woods, but both of them had very solid weeks. And Goff, I think, is going to be a very good play this week against the Giants. I think Goff's a great start. I think Cup and Woods are weekly auto starts in your lineup. Higby is always like a decent tight end option. It's because tight end's really gross. Yeah, I didn't like him. But there is a chance. I mean, Daryl Anderson did a good job. Yeah. This past week, 20 attempts, 114 yards, and a touchdown. Malcolm Brown did nothing. But there is a chance Cam Akers is back this week. Yeah, so what do we'll you, see. What, are you, what do you do with this backfield? Well, I have Cam Akers, and I'm getting ready to drop him. I'm, really? I'm, yeah. The thing is, is... I'm not there yet. I, I have him in a couple of leagues, and I'm still holding on to him. I just don't... I don't know. It's starting to get so com- committee-based that it's hard to sit there and take one or the... Just I don't know who to take, so I'm getting ready to drop it just to stop messing with it. I understand that, uh, but that I mean that's just my that's just my opinion. It's just getting too too messy for me. But it looks like so the Rams are playing see, New York, New York. Okay, so they're playing the Giants yeah, and then week. Buffalo in this game. I mean, Allen another 300 yard passing game. Three straight for him, his first three, four passing touchdowns. And, I mean, I we put it out on social media once the Zach Moss news came out that he wasn't going to play. We said Devin Singletary is going to be is a decent start for, for once. Yeah. And he had a pretty good game. But besides that, I mean, Diggs was absolutely locked down yeah. in this game. It was lucky he got that touchdown because – he was doing absolutely nothing most of this game. Cole Beasley had a decent game. But I think, I really think it's just like weekly starters in this lineup are Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs. And besides that, 
Yeah, not a fan of anybody else. I think they thread they throw they spread the ball around good. And then when Zach Moss comes back, I think Devin Singletary goes back to a flex play at best. Right. Nope, I agree. And yeah, Buffalo's playing the Raiders this week. Yeah. So like we just said, Allen and Diggs are great plays. Yep. And if Moss is out again, I think Singletary will be a good play. Yeah, I agree. Buffalo is only favored by two and a half points in this game. Well, I mean, the Raiders' well, offense has kind of been not I think too they've been terrible. I mean, I wouldn't say terrible. They're they're terrible against the Pats. Well, most teams are. <laughs> yeah, the I would take the Bills minus two and a half. Definitely, yeah. they've been on a hot streak. Yeah. All right. So what the next we, game? Yeah, what got next? Cowboys Seahawks. All right. That was ugly. <laughs> I loved it. Yeah, I mean, it was fun to watch. Ugly from uh, if you were on the Dallas team. I mean, it just looked yeah. sloppy. They still posted 31 points, but it was a very sloppy 31 points. It was nice to see Gallup have a big game, though, because I know a lot of people were getting ready to drop him. Yeah. yeah and he, well, I think it just makes it difficult. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they all pretty much had a decent game in the CD Lamb still had a decent game. Mm-hmm. This, I mean, they just throw the ball. I mean, Dag Prescott threw the ball 57 times in this game. Four hundred. A lot of that was yards. just because they were down and playing Seattle. But Dag had a great game. Zeke had a decent game. He got decent receiving work. But, yeah, I think Amari Cooper is a weekly like locked-in starter for you. But I think Gallup and Lamb are both kind of matchup plays. Yeah. And I think more often than not, only one of them is going to produce in the week. So you're going to have to kind of take your shot and hope it's your guy. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's definitely tough. Cause I don't, I don't know. I mean, if you had to take a shot rest of season, who would you go with? I think Eileen, man, that is really it's, tough. I mean, that, I almost feel like you can't even take a, <laughs> you can't even I answer. I think I would, I think I would lean lamb. Just because I think he's more versatile, mm-hmm. can play inside and outside, but that's really tough. Yeah, no, I agree. And I mean, Mike McCarthy's offense, you know, it's been a while since he's had this kind of wide receiver talent. So I don't even know if he knows how to utilize three wide receivers like this that well. Yeah, but, and even Dalton Schultz has been getting decent work for yeah, a tight, tight end. end. I don't really think he's like someone you should be throwing in your lineup, but. It kind of more just sucks since Blake Jarwin went down. You know he would have had a ton of work. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, they're playing – Dallas is playing Cleveland this week. Yeah, play them all. Uh, actually, I don't think I would play Lamb or Gallup this week. No, I like the, I meant the uh, Prescott, Zeke, and yeah. a Cooper. Uh, I mean, would you play Lamb or Gallup? I, the thing is, the reason I I would say no is just because I don't know who is who's gonna hit. I mean, if, yeah, that's. If, I mean, if you needed to play one of them, you could. I don't see why you couldn't. But the I don't over know who's under in this game's fifty five and a half points, which is a lot. So they're expecting a lot of scoring. But uh, I mean, Cleveland's I got had, some decent if, cornerbacks. Yeah, they do. But I think Denzel Ward will definitely be on Amari. So that's why you can sit there and say that. The number I think two I would lean, could. Yeah, I think I would lean Lamb in the slot. 
over Gallup this week, but yeah. I think it's a coin flip. Yeah. I mean, it's not even, I was going to say we could even make a bet, but it's not even fun because it, we literally don't even know. Because I'm, yeah. I'm kind of leaning more towards Gallup, but that's just because I think there's already some chemistry there and it's not quite there with Lamb yet. But Lamb also gets a lot of reversals. So, yeah. Um, so Seattle, I mean, it sucks. Chris Carson went out. He still wasn't having like an incredible game before that. He went out pretty late. But Chris Carson, I mean, he's just one of my favorite running backs to watch in the league. Just his running style is just awesome to watch. He was still, I mean, it, he had a decent game. It wasn't terrible. Still getting passing work, but I mean, Tyler Lockett, 13 targets, nine receptions, 100 yards, three touchdowns. DK Metcalf ended up with more yards. Should have had another touchdown. But he was being but showboatish. I think Lockett is, I mean, he's, like we've been saying, the number one in the offense. DK just gets a little bit deeper targets, but I'll just lean with the side of the targets. Yeah. Seattle's playing Miami this week. Yeah. I mean, again, if Carson isn't out there, how much confidence do you put in Hyde? Not too much. I think they'll what they'll do is they'll probably end up splitting a little bit more between Hyde and Homer. Yeah. Because Hyde just hasn't really been good this year. No, he hasn't. And I think Homer will get the passing work. All right. What's the next game we want to jump to? Is it my pick or your pick? You just pick. Um, so, Washington. Go Lions, Arizona. You're going to go Lions, Arizona? All right. Yeah, this one was actually kind of a disappointment. Yeah, I, I thought say. Arizona was going to kill him. Yeah, Kyler didn't really have a great... I mean, fantasy-wise, he was fine. But yeah. NFL-wise, three interceptions. Yeah, not good. Wasn't great. And I know it's been tough, guys, if you have Kenyon Drake. But you got to stay in there. I think he's he's top five in opportunities so far this year. It's going to happen. He just hasn't hit the end zone since week one. He's got to stay locked in your lineup. DeAndre Hopkins is just killing it week after week after week. We thought he would. Yeah, but besides that, it's really just those three in this offense. I mean, you know, Andy Isabella had a really good game. Yeah, four receptions for two touchdowns. But, you know, again, I'm not going to go pick him up. Not, no, I'm not confident in it. I'm just giving all. him a shout out because it was a good game. <laughs> yeah, I did like him coming out of college. He's just super fast, but uh, it's just never him and Kyler just never really connected for a sustained period of time. And the, and I mean, I I really do. I think Kenyon Drake's going to have a huge week this week playing Carolina. Carolina yeah. I mean, that offense is, str- or that defense is struggling. So, yeah, I mean, and, I think I mean, Kyler plays. What was up? No, I was just to say, I think they've got locked and loaded plays for Kenyon Drake this week. Yeah, I think it's Drake, Hopkins, and Kyler Murray, and yep. that's it in this offense until someone can put a few weeks together. Yep, nope, I agree. And then the Lions side, it was it was awesome seeing Kenny Galladay back. He didn't have a like a huge game, ended up with a touchdown, had a pretty decent game. I think he played like 70% of the snaps, so he was limited a little bit. So hopefully week two, he he just ramps it up as time goes on. Well, his week two, week five or four. Well, yeah. But again, in this running back rotation, you never know. It's bad. DeAndre Swift didn't even get a rushing attempt in this game. 
Nope. How is that possible? Don't know. I don't know what's going on over there, but I don't like it. I don't think no, I don't Peterson want should be any part of that running back group at all. I mean, yeah. we're just going to say it every week. Hawkinson had a de- like an okay game, seven targets, four receptions, 53 yards. That's not bad for a tight end. Mm-hmm. But they're playing the Lions, New Orleans this week. New Orleans, yeah. And I think I think Stafford is an okay play. The New Orleans off defense, I mean, they're very, very good against the run. But pass, yeah, they have been struggling. So I think Stafford's okay. I definitely Kenny Galladay is blocked in your lineup. I think you can play Marvin Jones as a flex and TJ Hawkinson's an okay tight end start. Yeah, definitely. I think Kenny Galladay is going to have a big week this week. Yeah. So Washington, Cleveland. Uh, well, <laughs> they had a game. So yeah, <laughs> Nick I mean, Chubb, man. He Nick is, Chubb had a great game. Uh, he's awesome. Yeah. I, I kind of expected nothing less when you're playing, Washington right now. I mean, the defense is just not quite there yet. They've got yeah. some really good pieces. Don't get me wrong. It's just not. They're not. It's just well, not Chase all. Chase Young. I'm pretty sure Chase Young left this game early. Mm. Well, that'll do so it. So that that was a blow. But Washington, man, the news coming out of there is Rivera is about at the end of his rope with Dwayne Haskins. Well, I mean, the thing is, is. He had more passing yards than Baker this week, but it was only yep. at two twenty four. That just tells you how bad Baker's been. So yeah, and kind of Haskins' problem is he's just been—I don't know—he's just he hasn't really shown anything promising. No, he airmails some throws that look bad. I mean, he's extremely inaccurate. You know, and he lost some weight this offseason. Coming in, I thought he was going to have a really decent year. I thought he could come in and be the guy, but it's like I don't I don't see anything that's making me say that this is going to be my future. No, so, and it's it's not I mean, can you imagine there's a chance that Washington might be taking another first-round quarterback this year? I think they will. Uh, they're playing Baltimore this week. They're going to get killed. Baltimore's a thirteen point favorite. <laughs> and what's yeah. what's sad, man, is you have a wide receiver like Terry, who I really like. He's yeah, and he's still been producing. I mean, I think that just shows more on how good Terry is. Yeah, than Haskins. But I mean, another bright spot is Antonio Gibson still looking he's he looks good out there. He's been very efficient, got another rushing touchdown in this game. They just need to involve him more in the passing game. I think that could definitely open up this offense. But I think Dwayne Haskins has – I don't know if it's this week because they're playing Baltimore. You can't expect much. But I think it's either going to be this week or next week. And if he doesn't prove anything, I think he's going to hit the bench. And then I don't think he's going to come back. Because Alex Smith has still been inactive. But I think – if they're very if they're serious about benching Haskins, I think Alex Smith could definitely see his way to the field. Because right now Kyle Allen's the backup, but right. I think Rivera saw enough of Kyle Allen last year with in Carolina. Right. So you can play Antonio Gibson. I think he's a decent flex play in Terry. But besides that, it's it. And then yeah. the Cleveland side. They're playing Dallas. Chubbs and Otto start pretty much every week. Hunt's a flex play. And Odell, I think 
he's just like a back end wide receiver two, high end wide receiver three every week. Yeah. You just the difference with him now is you just you can't ever expect. Well, keep anything. In, keep in mind, man. There's been some trade talks again, so we'll see. Really, yeah. I haven't heard anything. Yeah, so we've been. Well, I've been hearing a couple trade trade opportunities. He's one of them, and uh, oh, so this this is just you know it kind of came out. Cam Newton said that he's really wanting to have an, a true number one up in New England. That'd be cool. Well, yeah, there's been a... So the two people that have been rumored, and this is just rumored, Odell is one, Allen Robinson's the other. Both either, those would be awesome. Either one of them up there, man, I would be stoked. <laughs> yeah, there's been Odell talks in New England before. Yeah, so but. we'll see. Uh, I'm not saying it's going to happen, but it's just you, you never know because I don't think Baker's doing well with him. I, I don't blame Odell for this. I'm completely blaming Baker yeah. Mayfield on, as of now. Because Baker now, this is the second year in a row where I'm sitting here like, dude, you had an amazing opening season as a as a rookie, and you have not even come close to replicating. So no. he's I'm not he's in my I have him in my dynasty, and I'm I'm almost scared to drop him because we do a yeah, two quarterback, but I, no, so I can't yeah. drop him. But he's not even remotely. I wouldn't even put him in a stream right now. No, no, you can't. So the next game, Denver and Tampa, Tampa just did whatever they want. And one of the, like Mike Evans in this game literally had two touchdowns, but literally had the lowest amount of points you could possibly have by scoring two touchdowns. Yep. He had two receptions for two yards for two two touchdowns. touchdowns. Yep. That's crazy. (laughs) That's so stupid. But with Godwin miss going to miss time, I think Evans is a borderline wide receiver one going forward, and I think Scotty Miller. Miller is very usable. I think he, I think he would definitely be a flex play moving forward for right now. I'm still not touching any of the tight ends in Tampa. I'm still not touching any of the running backs. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, again, and now it swings back to Ronald Jones. So, yeah, so I just, I don't know. It's almost like a hot hand of the game, and I, I don't play that kind of stuff because you can't, yeah, you can't guess it. They're playing the Chargers this week. I think you can play Brady most weeks. I don't. I, I think mm-hmm. I'll try and find something else this week. But I think Mike Evans is locked in your lineup. I think Scotty Miller's a nice play. Nice play. Yep, I agree. And Denver. I mean, this is what we kind of expected from Denver. Now, I mean, well, Drew, apparently Drew it looks out. like uh, Rippon is going to be the starting quarterback this week. <laughs> That's so great. Yeah. I mean, well, I don't even know what to say, to be honest. <laughs> Their quarterback situation up in Denver has been the probably the most laughable of any team for the past like five years. Yeah, so, they, they're playing Thursday night tonight against the Jets. And I really don't want to play. I mean, even in such a great matchup, besides Noah Fant, are you, I mean, are you? Do you want to play Melvin Gordon in this matchup? I would play Melvin Gordon. Philip Lindsay's hurt, right? So he could possibly be back for this game. Uh, well, I would still play Gordon just because they're going to have to have something going. And I mean, my question is, would you play Jerry Judy? You no, know, I mean, because so, Cortland Sutton's he's been gone. Getting, yeah, he's been getting good targets all year, but I still am waiting. But no offense. Yeah, no offense. I feel locked. good about, and 
I guess if you have to, you can play. I mean, you're never going to have a better matchup than this. Yeah. So I guess it's now or never. However, yeah, Judy, I mean. Sorry, go ahead. Man. If you if you had to, you could put him in your flex. But it's tough. I mean, switching quarterbacks like this, that makes me nervous. Yeah, it's it's definitely never good. So we'll see. All right, next game, next game. Tennessee, Minnesota? Yep. All right. Well, that was an interesting game, <laughs> to say the least. Yeah, it was. Dalvin I mean, Cook just, was uh, whoo, Yeah, boy. he got back to Dalvin Cook things. Yeah, him and Justin Jefferson had just huge weeks. And Tannehill, 321 yards, not yeah, bad at all. Didn't end up with a touchdown, but Tannehill's been good all year pretty much. He's been good. Yeah, I mean, I... I think that it's it's really disappointing that Minnesota couldn't couldn't get this game, and they ended up losing what I think field goal at the end. But uh, you know it makes Minnesota zero and three. But honestly, man, I've really outside of Dalvin Cook, I've not been super ecstatic about this offense. Kirk Cousins, I think he finished last week with negative points. Yeah, so, it was negative or zero. Yeah, I mean it's He's just not, not been great, and well, it's not been consistent. First off, but well, I'm just never. I mean, they had this problem last year, too. It's weird because I feel like they have a good run blocking defense, but for some reason, it just doesn't correlate at all to pass blocking. Right. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, Dalvin Cook's a top five running back every year. Yeah. You know, so obviously their 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 run offensive line can run block. But yeah, their pass blocking is just just awful. But I was really excited to see Justin Jefferson having a big game, and I hope that continues. But. Yeah, it kind of came out of nowhere. It really but, did. Yeah, hopefully it, it's something that will stay. They play Houston, which there is, there is a possible chance that this game gets postponed yeah. due to because Tennessee had some people test positive for COVID. So far, nothing has changed. Right. No games have been postponed or anything, but just keep an eye out for that. Yeah. But I think you can play Thielen, Cook. And I, I think you can play Justin Jefferson as a flex. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely against Houston for sure. I yeah. and if you have to stream Cousins, Cousins is never a bad stream to have. I still wouldn't, but feel I, great about I wouldn't it. feel too good about it this week. Yeah, and then the Tennessee side, Derrick Henry, huge game. Just uh, yeah, just finally doing, got in the end zone this year, doing Derrick Henry things. But they're Janu, playing, go ahead. John who's been a bright spot this year, had another decent game for a tight end. Mm-hmm. Davis is a like a desperation spot start if AJ Brown isn't playing. I have a bit which one I have now. yeah, I have a feeling AJ Brown's not gonna be back out there this week. Yep. And they're playing Pittsburgh this week. So I really I think it's just Derrick Henry and Johnu and that's it. Yep. Nope, that's I think I the Steelers thinking. defense is gonna lock them down. Steelers defense has been pretty good this year, so It's been incredible. All right, where are we going next? Panthers, Chargers. Mm. Well, somehow Carolina won. Yeah. But uh, you know what was really surprised me, man? Justin Herbert, 330. Yeah, he's he's put up some yards past two weeks. Now, most of it went to Eckler, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, and (laughs) Keenan Allen, huge week, 19 targets. Yeah. 132 yards. 
I don't 19 targets. I'm trying to think what's the record? Do we know offhand? I don't know offhand what the record is for most. I think targets. it's like Terrell Owens. I think it was like almost 30 or something. As you talk about Marshall. this game, I'll look it up real quick. Okay. Yeah, I mean Keenan Allen and Austin Eckler, like we kind of said last week, Herbert seems like he's gonna be going to Keenan Allen. So the Chargers are playing the Bucks this week, which is a tough matchup. I think Eckler is an auto start every week, but I also think you can play Keenan Allen. And if you have to, Hunter Henry, he sees good targets for a tight end, so could do something. Right. But the Carolina side of this ball, Mike Davis, I mean, if you paid up for him and got him, I would feel decently good while you have him until CMC comes back. He wasn't great in the rushing game, but nine targets, eight receptions. And receiving touchdown, that is very, very good receiving yeah. work for a running back. Yeah, that's very good. So I think he's a back-end RB2 flex play for right now. They, I mean, they don't have a great – I mean, their matchup isn't terrible this week. They're playing Arizona. DJ Moore, he's just had a couple – and I, I'll give him a pass on this week just because of the defense – only saw four targets, but no one in this passing game did well. Right. So I, I think you still have to throw DJ Moore out there. Yeah, you have to because you, you took and, him early. Yeah, Robbie Anderson's also an okay flex play. He still saw six targets in this game, but no interest in Teddy. Right. Ever. By the way, 28 targets is the NFL record. And it was, was it Terrell Owens? It was not. It was Brandon Marshall. Oh, well, he was the second guy. Right. <laughs> December 13th, 2009 versus the Colts. Oh, wow. Yeah, I thought it was longer ago than that. It's... No, I mean, that's insane, though. Yeah, I'm I thought 19 was high. I didn't remember 28. Yeah. That's that's crazy. All right, next game we got Seattle. No, we did that one. We did Colts and Jets. Colts and Jets. Yeah, and this game got off to a bang. If you started the Colts defense like I did in a league, Two picks, I think it was two pick sixes in this game. First play of the game was a pick six by the Colts defense. And yeah, like I said earlier, you have to fire Gase right now if you're the New York Jets. I think you have to do it now. Yeah, if, I I, if he's still I, if he's coaching this weekend, I'm gonna be so upset. They well, I think since it's Thursday night, they might, but I just hope they get run out of the building and then they end up firing. But but I think they have to do it now because I think I don't think Sam Darnold is like a bad quarterback. I don't right. think he's ever going to be great, but I, I don't I think he still has a chance to be good enough to stick around in this league. Right. And I don't think Adam Gase is doing him any favors. Yeah, no, I definitely he agree there. He didn't play good in this game, but I wouldn't just write Sam Darnold off yet. Cause, but I do think it has to happen by the end of the season. Well, I would say I would it has to be done before midseason. But that's just my opinion. I also can't stand Adam Gase. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm talking about Darnold. Gase needs oh. to be gone right now. But yeah. I think Darnold has to prove something by the end of the season. Well, because if they finish the season again, like right now, their projection is um, I think the Jets are I don't taking know. Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, I think they're the worst team in the league. And if they're not, I think they would be like, if I'm a fan of a team, I think they're like, the most because they have nothing they have no one right, right. it's like 
Well, do you? I mean, their front office hasn't been efficient either. I mean, you had an offseason no, to run in Jamison Crowder. Great. Yeah. I mean, if Crowder can play, if he can, he's out there for Thursday night, you can play him. But besides that, that's it. Yeah, no one else on that. Hey, Chris Herndon, no, no opportunities no. there. But even moving to Indianapolis, man, like don't get me wrong, they ended up having a really good game. But Jonathan Taylor, fifty-nine rushing yards. I thought that was going to say two twenty. Yeah, he only had thirteen attempts, so his efficiency was okay. He got the touchdown, but I mean, when you get two touchdowns from your defense, I mean, this game was over immediately. So I just think because I mean, Jordan Wilkins had nine attempts, but. Moving forward, the Colts, who are they playing this week? Chicago. Chicago. A, I think Jonathan Taylor's the only start. I, I think yeah, that's it. I want I wanted TY to do something this week to try and prove something, but I don't think you drop him, but I, I don't think you can start him until he does something. Phillip Rivers has just been bad this year. And Mo, it was nice to see Molly Cox get in the end zone again. Yeah. Maybe if he does it again this week, he'll be worthy of being in lineups. But I think Naeem Hines is an okay flex play. But besides that, I think it's really just Jonathan Taylor. I definitely agree with you. All right, next game, Houston-Pittsburgh? Yep. So, Pittsburgh came out. Uh, pretty good Pretty good game again. James Conner, 109 yards. That's not bad. Yeah, he had a good game. Uh, that was good to see because, you know, obviously with his injury concerns, you know. Yeah, it was tough to see Deontay Johnson left so early in this game with a concussion. But Juju had a, a good game, caught a touchdown. Ebron caught a touchdown. And I think Ebron's he's an okay play this week. They're playing Tennessee, especially if Deontay Johnson's not back out there. Yeah. But I think he played Big Ben, James Conner, Juju. And if Deontay Johnson's out there, you have to play him. But if not, I think Ebron's an okay tight end play. Yeah, and Houston, so... Watson had an okay game. Yeah. They've just, I mean, their schedule to start this year has just it's been tough. absolutely brutal. Yeah, I mean, Randall Cobb, Chiefs, 95 yards. Baltimore, not... and Pittsburgh. I mean, <laughs> that's, a, that's, that's a tough three tough. weeks. That's some good defenses. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, Deshaun Watson had an okay game. Yeah. David Johnson just got ate up by this defense. He ended up with a touchdown. But it was nice to see Will Fuller back doing something. Yeah. Caught yeah. a touchdown. Randall Cobb had a decent game. Yeah, 95. Yeah, Houston. I do like Will Fuller a lot this week. We'll get to him in DFS versus Minnesota. But I think David Johnson and Deshaun Watson, I think it's those three like most weeks you're playing. Yeah. I don't, been... I don't really buy into Randall Cobb and Brandon Cook's he he can he should still be on your lineup if you have to. You could play him in a good matchup like this week. I guess he's it's a good enough matchup where he can maybe be a flex play. But yeah. I think you're just hoping for a touchdown or a big play. So moving forward, do you see Will Fuller being like the number one? Yeah, as long as, as he's, he's out on the field. Okay. All right. So Cincinnati, Philly. Yeah, mm. this this game really was terrible. It really was. It was well, terrible. I think it depends on how you look at it. I think it was really bad for Philadelphia, but Cincinnati will take it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think Wentz, I think I brought it up last week. I was okay if you had to drop him. I definitely think he should not be on rosters right now. I mean, yeah, it sucks. I really like Wentz. I don't know what's going on right now. 
Yeah, I don't know if it's like a mental, if it's just something up in the, you know, up in the the mental game that's just not. I don't. I like you said. I don't. I can't pinpoint what it is either. But he's not looking yeah. like you know himself. He's not hopefully, a franchise quarterback. Alshon Jeffrey is going to be back soon, so hopefully that might help things. What do you think, though, dude? Like, be real. Like, if if Carson wins, let's see. So Philly's playing who next week? 49ers. So they're playing the 49ers. I mean, that's a tough matchup. If yeah, Sunday night game. So if Wentz comes out and has another bad week, just give me a percentage chance that Jalen Hurts might come in this year. Five oh, percent. You still think it's that low? Yeah. I'm just curious because I mean, Jalen Hurts is a capable quarterback. I mean, but you pay he, Wentz to capable, be a franchise. But Carson Wentz at his peak is an MVP caliber quarterback. I agree. I'm not I'm not disagreeing with that, but he's not playing MVP right now. No. I I think you play Ertz and Miles Sanders, those guys are locked in your lineup. And Greg Ward, I mean Ugh. Saw eleven targets in this game, but I think the interesting side here is the Cincinnati side. Yeah. Tyler I Boyd. think it's tough if you own Mixon. I have him in a league. And I love Mixon, but watching him, I mean, he's just getting hit behind the offensive line on every single play, and he has to break two tackles just to get a three-yard run. Right. So I think they just need to do something, especially get him more involved in the passing game. But the Bengals are playing Jacksonville this week. Yeah, I think this is definitely a get-right game. Yeah, I mean, Joe if, if Joe Mixon's going to have a game, it's going to be this week. If Joe Mixon does not have a game, that's going to really worry me. Yeah, I think Burrow's a decent stream this week. Yep. And it was not, I mean, there were a few rookie wide receivers this week that had a good yeah, game. Yeah, T. Higgins. T. Higgins. I think, I think he's the number two in this offense right now. Yeah, I, because I drafted for some him. reason, they can't connect with A.J. Green. And Tyler Boyd, past two weeks, he's actually been really good. I think he's a back. I think he's like a wide receiver three right now. You can play him. And I don't know if I'd put Teagans in my lineup yet, but it was very encouraging. Two touchdowns. Well, I've got him in dynasties, but I moved him up off my taxi squad because hmm. I mean he's had a couple of decent weeks in a row, so I, I like it. All right, we got. Yeah, I think. Go ahead. No, you go. I was gonna say we got two more games. Let's go ahead and fly through them real quick so we can get to DFS. Um, so we got San Francisco, New York, and then and, the well, the Las. Well, let's get to the Las Vegas New England game first because yeah, okay. there really wasn't anything to talk about. The Raiders are playing this week, and it's just the two guys you're playing, Waller and Josh Jacobs. Yeah, they're playing Buffalo. Yeah, I mean, it was just New England was doing whatever they wanted out on the field this week, and their running game was just on fire. So Cam did not need to throw the ball at all. Right. I think the leading receiver had two catches for 34 yards. And Burkhead had seven receptions for 49. I mean, it was just Rex Burkhead and Sony Michelle right. eating up this Raiders defense. So I think you play Cam. Patriots are playing the Chiefs. Chiefs. That's tough. I think you play Cam and Julian Edelman, I don't know if I'd be willing to put Nikhil Harry in my lineup. No, I'm not. I really liked him this past week against the Raiders. I just didn't think – I thought the Raiders would put up more of a fight. 
All right, moving on to San Francisco and New York. There's not much to talk about here either. Other than no, I was surprised though. I mean, 40, I'm surprised 49ers could put up 36 points right now. I mean, Nick Mullins, dude, he's capable. He did it a couple years ago, or no, last year when he got hurt too. Yeah. So, you know, Daniel not, Jones has been <laughs> very disappointing this year. I think he led the he led the game in rushing though. Yeah, because Devontae Freeman five rushes ten yards. Yeah, it's terrible. Kind of what we thought. Yep. Brand and he didn't was see nice any good, receiving work. Nice little surprise though. If you had Yeah, him. I mean Darius Slayton and Evan Ingram, they've both been getting good targets. They just haven't been con- Daniel Jones just yeah, has not been connecting him. with them. Yeah, I can't get him the ball. I think Ingram's still a startable tight end. But I, I think Slayton has not. to sit on your bench right now. Yeah, and Daniel Jones, you know, is he's definitely struggling. Yeah, the Giants, they're playing the Rams this week. I mean I'm really just comfortable playing Evan Ingram. That's it. Yeah. Same. San Francisco, I'm kind of all in, you know, so you can play Brandon Ayuk again next week. I think you can also play. um, Well, I think McKinnon is hurt, so he might not be out. If McKinnon's not out there this week, Jeff Wilson is going to be, he's going to have a huge week. Jeez Louise, man. They need to get their running backs healthy. Yeah. All but right. yeah, Brandon Ayuk. I don't know if I'd be. So you said you'd be willing to start him. Well, especially if I. I think Nick Mullins is more of a passer than Jimmy G. So yeah, uh, I don't. I don't have a problem with it. Yeah, hopefully J- Kittle can get out there this week. Especially if Kittle's not going to be there, Brandon Ayuk is, yeah. is going to be about all they have. I don't think it's terrible. He. I mean, he also got decent rushing work. Got a rushing touchdown. So. Well, they I, might not I have don't any think he's backs. a bad flex play. So they yep. might have to put him in the running back position too. So who knows? Yep. <laughs> so many injuries. See what get to these DFS picks. Yeah, let's get to DFS. Go ahead and just run through them real fast. Yeah. So quarterbacks. I think you have to stay if you want to pay up. Stay in the flames with Russell Wilson and Josh Allen. Yep. They're the second and fourth highest priced quarterbacks, but they have good matchups and they're just on fire right now. But if you want to pay down. I like Breeze and Ryan Fitzpatrick. They're the 16th and 24th highest paced quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. And especially if Michael Thomas is out there, I think Breeze is going to be a great play. And Fitzpatrick with his rushing against that terrible Seattle defense. I'm definitely going to have a lineup this week of Fitzpatrick, Mike Gusecki, Devontae Parker, and then Tyler Lockett on the other side. I think that's mm-hmm. going to be a, a very cheap stack at quarterback. You gonna get the running backs? Yeah, so we got if you obviously if you're gonna pay up, pay up with Alvin Kamara. Second mm-hmm. highest, but I mean he's just crushing it back to back weeks, it seems like. Austin Eckler against Tampa, sixth overall. Coming off a really good week. So I think that, you know, going up against Tampa where their their defense can be okay, but his passing work's just gonna yeah, get that, a point. That's it. It's just the passing work. So once again, we're <laughs> We're huge fans of Kenyon Drake here, and so we're going to yeah. support him no matter what. But going against Carolina, this could be his breakout week. So yeah, also Mixon on this list. I mean, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna have them both in a lot of lineups. I have I had them both in a lot of lineups last week too, and it hurt. But the matchups are great. They're cheap. I just I'm sticking with them. I believe in their talent. Yeah, and lastly, we got David Johnson against Minnesota. Yeah, I think this is actually going to be a really sneaky play. Yeah, David Johnson against this defense. Yeah. You want to get the wide receivers? So, yeah, wide receivers. I don't the top end this week I don't really like, but I like Lockett if you're gonna pay up seven thousand. 
And then a lot of not cheaper guys, but mid guys. Robert Woods, if you don't have the money for Cooper Cup. I like mm-hmm. both of them. I just put Woods on here because he's cheaper. Yep. Will Fuller, I like 21st highest priced against Minnesota. Yeah. Devontae Parker, like I said, 24th highest priced against Seattle. And then Deontay Johnson, if he's out there, I really like him. 27th highest priced against Tennessee. And then I put this last one on there, Kenny Galladay. I, th- I think I'm definitely going to have him in a few lineups. 19th highest price, $6,000 against New Orleans. They've re- they've been struggling in the passing game. And I think if he's ramped up to 100% in this game, he could do work. Yeah, I definitely think I'm going to have you know Devontae Parker, like you said earlier, in a lineup for sure. I love that matchup. And yep. then even Will Fuller, that secondary in Minnesota is just so young and they're making many mistakes. Yep. But tight ends, obviously, Mark Andrews, top end. He's number two, but it's against Washington. I mean, seriously. Yeah, I think it's a get-right week for Mark Andrews. Huge week. Darren Waller against Buffalo also could possibly have a, a, a huge week as well. I mean, he had a, not this past week, but the week before, he had like 18 or 15 or something targets. I mean, it was insane. So he's the number one there. Mike Osecki against Seattle could have a huge week. He's got the talent, and that off or that defense up in Seattle is just kind of hit and miss sometimes. So Evan Ingram, obviously, and then again, we're always going to kind of throw Lane Thomas in there just because he's done it. But yeah, he's. Baltimore. I mean, he's he's seeing some of the highest target share and target numbers in the league. Mm-hmm. They just haven't really been connecting that much. But Baltimore has struggled against tight ends, and I. He's just he's so cheap. I'll just it's a it's. At tight end, I mean, most weeks, like this past week, it was just bad. Pretty much every tight end had a bad week. Yeah. So it's not going to hurt you that much. And if he does deliver on his usage, he could have a big week. Yeah. So let us know, guys, uh, what you think of our DFS picks. Let us know how your DFS matchups are going. Have you guys been winning some money? If not, let us help a little bit more. Or, you know, maybe if you want to give us some ideas on what you guys think would be good DFS matchups. I know we've yep. been winning money, so we sh- you guys should be as well. <laughs> Just yep. throwing that out there. But, James, yeah, where can they us, find us? Hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, at the TFL Monsters, Patreon, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, at Fantasy Monsters. Perfect. So, yeah, thanks yeah. again to MC Wild <laughs> for that fun sorry. apology. But maybe he'll win next week. Doubtful, yeah, but sorry, we'll see. Yeah. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. But, guys, thanks again for listening to another week of the Fantasy Monsters, and we'll catch you next week. Have a go. You can hold me back. Yeah, I'm coming for you. I'm not heater on you. No, I'm just telling you the facts. Oh, these chains can keep me down. Yeah. I can be ruby in the mood. I can be rotten. I can be cool, man, like a fool, but never forgotten. Creeping in the dark, waiting for you.